do you crave daily motivation and want valuable tips for dealing with the stress of type 1 diabetes? Sign up for our daily email and start your day with a practical type 1 diabetes and mental health tip delivered straight to your inbox. It's like a personal boost for your day, from me to you. And best of all, it's absolutely free. Don't wait. Go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash tip and subscribe today because every day with type 1 diabetes deserves a healthy start. That's www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash tip. Do you know how big of a role your environment plays on your diabetes management, both your blood sugars and your mental health? More than you think it does. And the better you can set up your environment for success, the better off you're going to be. And that's what we'll talk about in today's episode. Welcome to the Live Free With You podcast, brought to you by the Diabetes Psychologist. This is the only podcast where we teach you how to build your type 1 diabetes stress management plan like a sailboat. You are the captain, your diabetes management is the hull, your mindset is the sails, your behavior is the rudder, and your support team is the crew. When you build your sailboat correctly, you will have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. On this episode, I review my life with type 1 diabetes in the month of September. This month is all about thinking about how to set myself up for success. And I'm going to tell you exactly how I did it. If you need to change your environment to set yourself up for success, this episode is for you. Hey there, welcome to the Delivery with UND podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to do a review of my September 2023 in my life with type 1 diabetes. For the past couple months, every month, I have been doing a review of my month so that you can understand how I think about my diabetes, what's been going on for me, and hopefully glean some information that you can use in your life with type 1 diabetes to improve your blood sugars as well as your mental health. I was thinking about my month over the past couple of days and thinking about what am I going to talk about today on the podcast? Because the reality is, thinking back on my diabetes life over the past month, it's actually been fairly smooth sailing. My time in range has been about 72%, my average blood sugar in the low 150s, I think 152. And, you know, things have been going fairly well. But then I was thinking about why. Why have things been going well for me? And how? what have I been doing to set myself up for things to be going well? And I realized there have been a couple of changes that I've made in my life over the past couple of months that have really come to pay off and have really helped me to have smooth sailing, both in my blood sugars and my mental health. And on today's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about what those things are and help you think about what those things can be for you in your life as you move forward. How can you set yourself up for success? But before we begin, Let's talk for a minute. How much does your environment impact your diabetes management and your mental health? Take a minute and think about that. And there are certainly parts of your life with diabetes that have nothing to do with your environment. You know, you have diabetes, and that's just a fact. Uh, diabetes is challenging, and you know your blood sugars may be a little bit variable, and nothing you can do about that. But there are other parts of your diabetes management that are impacted greatly by your environment. For example, you know, what you're eating 
and what's available for you to eat can have a big impact on your diabetes management. The people that you're around and who you surround yourself with can also have a big impact on your diabetes management. If you're around people who are supportive and really you know, helping you to manage your diabetes or non-judgmental, who don't mind the alarms, don't say anything when your CGM goes off and you're looking at your pump and are concerned about those things, that's a way for you to set yourself up for success. But when you're around people who are negative, who are not helpful, who are pressuring you to eat things you don't want to eat and do things that may not be the best for your blood sugars, that's not a great environment for you. Now, I recognize that you can't always control the environment that you're in, and it's not always that easy. But I want you to think about what are the things that you can do to set yourself up for success in your life with type 1 diabetes? And some of them are actually quite simple. And I want to tell you what I've been doing over the past month that's been really helpful for me. There have been three major things. Two of them have been super helpful for my blood sugar, and one of them has been extremely helpful for my mental health. Let's start off by talking about my blood sugar. You know, our day-to-day life with type 1 diabetes can become monotonous. It's kind of the same thing every day. You eat breakfast, you take insulin. You check your blood sugar. You eat lunch, take insulin, check your blood sugar. And all of a sudden, it becomes very routine. And as you think about what can you do to bring your time and range up or bring your A1C down, it becomes difficult to think about that outside the box because the routines become such a normal part of your life that breaking them or changing them can be scary or maybe you don't even think about it. Here's what I want you to do. If you see challenges with your blood sugar, especially at certain times of the day, I want you to think about mixing things up a little bit. And that's exactly what I did. Over the past couple of months, I have been recognizing that after I eat breakfast, my blood sugar tends to go high. And it actually really doesn't matter what I've been eating. Whether I'm eating uh, eggs and bacon and cheese, so no carbs or limited carbs, or whether I'm having pancakes, which I very rarely have, or a protein shake, no matter what happens, my blood sugar goes high. And what that does is it makes the rest of the day really challenging. I'm constantly chasing that high blood sugar, and it's impacting my life. First of all, I'm frustrated that my blood sugar is not coming down. And second of all, I just don't feel very good. So I asked myself, what do I need to do to mix things up and change things so that my blood sugar will not be so high in the morning? So what I started doing over the past month is intermittent fasting. Now, I recognize that there's lots of controversy and lots of everyone has their opinion about intermittent fasting and whether it's healthy or not healthy. Um, I want to put those things aside for a second. And I want to say that for me, it's actually been extremely helpful. First of all, when I get up in the morning, I'm not necessarily hungry. And so, and then when I eat, I actually find myself to be more hungry. So I tend to be snacking more all morning long when I eat. And my blood sugar's high, and those snacks don't really help me bring my blood sugar down at all. It makes it even more challenging. So what happens when I don't consume anything in the morning except for my coffee, and I don't eat until you know 12 or 1 p.m., my blood sugar stays surprisingly flat. And also, I feel like I'm a lot less hungry. So I'm not snacking. I'm not wanting to snack. And that does a lot of things, but it really simplifies my day and makes it so my blood sugars are flat and I feel really good. I feel energetic. And then when I have lunch, you know, I feel good because I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to start my day of eating. 
So what I have found is that if I want to set myself up for my blood sugar success in the morning, intermittent fasting is actually a really helpful way to do that. We have to think about being intentional about our, our environment. And that includes our behavior, what we have in our environment, and also the choices that we make within that environment. And so for me, not eating in the morning, just inter- just fasting, not every day, but many days, is a great way for me to set my day up for success so that I know that I will have flat blood sugars, I know that I'll feel good, I won't be snacking all morning long, and I can you know, really focus on the day and put diabetes on the back burner. Now, not, that's not to say that I'm never going to eat breakfast or I don't eat breakfast. I do every once in a while. And when that happens, I know what to expect. I know that what I'm setting myself up for is a little bit more challenge, but I'm intentionally choosing to take that challenge and run with it as opposed to just thinking, this is just how my mornings have to be. This is how life has to be with diabetes. Now, certainly there are other ways to have flat blood sugars in the morning and not have blood sugar spikes that cause all the challenges I was talking about. But this is the way that I'm choosing to set myself up for success. You may choose a different way. You may choose to pre-bolus, or you may choose to eat certain foods every day, and that's completely fine. There's no one-size-fits-all solution for this challenge. But what I want, to th- I want you to think about doing is thinking about what can you do to create that environment for yourself? And sometimes that environment is a choice, the choice that I'm making not to eat in the morning. Sometimes the environment is something that you take away from the environment. Um, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But you know, I want you to think about what can you do for yourself and how can you set expectations for yourself and an environment for yourself where you can be successful with your blood sugars. Now let's take this outside of diabetes management and focus it more on mental health because I've also had a big victory in this area as well. I don't know about you, but I find that when I have my phone or my CGM receiver next to my bed, I tend to wake up more. And when I wake up, the first thing that I do, no matter what, is to grab from my phone or my CGM receiver and look at my blood sugar. Now, sometimes this is helpful because if my blood sugar is high and my automated insulin delivery system has not brought it down, I'm able to bolus. But the majority of the time, especially with my automated insulin delivery system, my blood sugar is in a range. And so what happens is I wake up, I pick up my phone, I shine that blue light in my face, looking at my blood sugar, I see what it is, I put it back down, and then I have trouble going back to sleep. And this impacts my mental health in all kinds of ways. We know that sleep is really important. We want to make sure that we have as much, we're getting as much sleep as possible. And so when blood sugars, whether they're you know out of range or in range, are impacting our sleep, it can cause havoc on the rest of our day. It can make us tired, it can make us unfocused, it can make us restless and irritable. And that's not what we want to have happen. The other thing is, is I want to make sure that I'm safe. And I don't want my blood sugars to be too high for too long or too low for too long. So what I've done is I've set my alerts at uh, on the low side at 80 and on the high side at 150. And so I know that if my blood sugar is out of range, I'm going to be alerted in the middle of the night and I can get up and deal with that. But I also know that if it's not out of range, it's not going to alert me. And so I've actually been putting my phone and my uh, PDM from my insulin pump across the room. And that has worked wonders for my mental health. First of all, I'm not constantly wondering what my blood sugar is, because what I've also found out is that if I don't have my phone near me or my CGM information near me, I don't really think about it a whole lot. The temptation for me personally is when it's close by 
And when things are close by, I want to check them. I want to check my email. I want to check my CGM data. I want to check the score of the Padres game. You know, it's just there. But when it's not available to me or not immediately available to me, I'm much less likely to be engaged with it. And that's exactly what we want, isn't it, in the life of diabetes? We want it to be there. We want it to be managing it well, but we don't want to have to be engaged with it all the time. And so what have I done to set myself up for success? I've simply moved my phone to the other side of the room. I know that if my blood sugar is out of range, I will be alerted, no doubt about it. But I also know that if my phone is on the other side of the room, I'm not going to be getting up to look at it all the time. Maybe if I get up in the middle of the night to get a drink of water, I'll check it out uh, because it's closer by but I'm not gonna get out of bed specifically to look at it. I know that about myself, and so I set myself up for success by creating that environment of having my CGM receiver across the room. There's one last thing that I've done for my diabetes management that's been extremely helpful, and that is to remove things that bring my blood sugar high, things that I have limited ability to resist. I keep them away from my house. So I like to snack. I like to have snack foods around. I like chips, I like cookies, I like pretzels, I like all those things. But I also know myself well enough that if they are available to me, if they're in the kitchen, I will go and get them and I'll eat them. And I'll say I'm gonna have just one, but I end up having a lot more than that. And I also sometimes forget to bolus for those small or maybe not so small snacks. It just happens. And I'm sure it's happened to you too. What I've realized though is that if those things are not available to me, I don't miss them. The only time that I really want and crave those cookies and those crackers and those chips are if they're in my line of sight. And so what have I done? I've actually taken them out of my house. I put them in a place where they're not easily accessible to me. So if I wanted, if I intentionally want to have, you know, some chips before dinner, I'll do it. But I don't have them right there where they're easily accessible and I can eat them. Now, for me, that's really helpful for a couple of reasons. One, just for my general health. I don't like eating those types of things all the time, even though the temptation is there. But also for my blood sugars, because I don't know about you, but sometimes with those small snacks, I was just, I'm going to have one or two cookies or one or two chips. I will ignore bolusing. Not because I'm burnt out, but simply because I feel, oh, it's not that big a deal. My blood sugar won't go high guess what happens? You know what happens. It goes high. It always does. No matter how many times I tell myself this or you tell yourself this, blood sugars you know, react to carbs. And if I don't bolster my carbs, I'm not going to, my blood sugar is going to go high no matter what. But you know, the reality is for me, those chips, cookies, pretzels are not that important, especially every single day or anytime I walk through my kitchen. And so removing them sets me up for success, both for my health, but also for my blood sugars, because I don't want them there. Now, if you want to have chips and cookies and crackers in your house and you want to be eating them on a regular basis, by all means, go for it. But just make sure you bolus. And think about what can you do to set yourself up for success in that way? How can you make sure that you bolus every time you eat? Maybe it's putting a note on your refrigerator saying, Hey, remember to bolus every time you eat. Maybe it's putting a note on the ch- uh, on the cookie or the cracker or the chip bag saying, hey, if you're going to eat me, remember to bolus. It doesn't really matter to me what you do. Just like it probably doesn't matter to you what I do. But all I want you to do is think about what can you do this week, this month, today 
to set yourself up for success in your life to happen diabetes. And I promise you that if you make some just small changes like I did, things like keep your CGM away from your bed, get the snacks out of the way or out of the house or out of the line of sight, or even intermittent fast every once in a while or even every day, those will be really helpful for you. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action that you can use in your life with type 1 diabetes starting today to help you reduce the emotional burden type 1 diabetes. And your plan of action for a day is quite simple. I want you to think about one thing, when one thing only, that you can do to create an environment for yourself where you can be successful in your life with type 1 diabetes. It could be big, it could be small, it doesn't really matter. But make one change to your environment. And see how that works in impacting your blood sugars and your mental health type 1 diabetes. And I can't wait to hear how this works out for you. Because for me, it's actually been a game changer. Thanks so much for joining me on the Live Free with T1D podcast, where I teach you how to build your diabetes management plan like a sailboat so you can have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. And I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.